Welcome to the Answers for Elders radio show. Meet the trusted experts who will give you straight answers and will help guide you on the path of later life care. Now, here's your host, founder, caregiver, and CEO, Suzanne Newman. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio Network. And we're here on the eight foundational principles of wellness. And we're in number six. Is that correct? I, I think believe we are. we're in number six. Yeah. Or, or we no, no worries. This is number seven. Number seven. Number seven. See, I can yep. lose count. And in our last segment, Elena let, let us know. We're going to talk about intellectual wellness which is knowledge, it's learning, it's growing. So fill me in a little bit about how you guys um, honor that. Absolutely. So you mentioned a few things, um, you know, it's uh, knowledge, it's learning and growing. Mm -hmm. It's also challenging beliefs. So Uh you said earlier, you know, this is a fairly large community. We Mm -hmm. have 145 apartment homes here, and I do call them homes um, because they're our residence homes. Um, And we have at least 165 characters <laughs> right sure. and everyone has a everyone difference is everyone's different infinite personalities as we talked about absolutely. absolutely and so um some of that is you know getting together in group settings talking about um political or you know financial issues that are going on in our world so um critical thinking you know, being able yeah. to use our minds and think critically on different topics. Yeah. Um, in fact, that's actually one of the um, things that we offer here on site at our communities and several others is it's part of that intellectual wellness. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. critical thought. Yeah. What does that critical thought look like? And so we sure. take current events and we read our current events and we have discussions on that. So, wow. you know, I miss going to school. Sometimes I miss my college university years and not necessarily the test, but I miss it because we, we were in platforms where we can talk to each other about critical issues that were going on in the world. Um, respectfully Mm -hmm. going back to our core values and respectfully with love, um, but still be able to think and use our minds to, to think on, which is so important. Absolutely. Uh, Especially in our aging years. Correct. When we tend, you know, our world gets smaller, especially Mm -hmm. for seniors that have been isolated through the pandemic or they live at home, um, still to this day, you know, and so they don't have the social interactions. They don't have the, um, the, the ability to exercise that, that mind part. And, you know, that's how depression sets in. Mm -hmm. That's how loneliness sets in. There's all kinds of mental health issues that result Mm -hmm. without that intellectual, you know, being used that intellectual part of your, so your goal obviously is to keep minds active, keep minds active from critical, um, you know, doing critical topics or critical events. Um, you know, we, we also do book clubs or some, those are some of my favorites. Um, you know, the book clubs where we, we, we do a Love book it. review, talk about the books, have some high, you know, some tea and, and, um, tea sandwiches mm-hmm. and um and again it's in a group setting so it touches on different areas of, of wellness mm-hmm. from, from social the intellectual of course um going back to occupational and emotional so it, it, it triggers a lot of different things but sure. more importantly you've heard the age-old saying if you don't use it you lose it mm-hmm. so we talk about you know some of our communities do have and the ability to do memory care 
Um, so at Silver Lake at this time, we don't have an exclusive memory care um, neighborhood. Um, that being said, we do emphasize intellectual wellness so that Absolutely. we're exercising our brain. Well, and, exercising and, and, you know, there's different declines of, of, you know, the brain. And mm-hmm. so, you know, a, there's a lot of seniors that live independently, but they still have some sense of memory issues. Right. And so understanding that to keep those you know, them as active as possible mm-hmm. and keep them, you know, their brains working. Yeah. Part of that, I think it just goes without saying, we haven't really talked about it, except we did talk about healthcare earlier, but, you know, even being current on medications, right. making sure that, that there isn't a cognition issue on a particular medication. You have professionals right that could potentially recognize things like this, where the average person like son or daughter, or if they live alone, they may not necessarily recognize that. Absolutely. We have uh, several different pharmacies that we work with and um, PT, OT, doctors that we have great relationships Mm -hmm. with. And we we, we thank God for them as well um, to allow us to really encompass, to understand what's going on with our residents. But again, with the the socialization that we provide, the activities that we provide, mm-hmm. TED Talks. Um, again, we talked movie about nights. movie nights. Um, but all that goes into that intellectual wellness as well, because uh-huh. we want to keep our residents thinking. We want to keep their brains active. The brain is a muscle. Yeah. I think we forget that. I forget that. Puzzles, you know, working together with puzzles. Um, yesterday, we were doing a um, um, word word search you know, in a group-like setting. And so it allows our residents to, again, participate and um, have fun with each other at the same time. Um, we have a group, uh, I, I stay here on set at the community, as you all know, as you heard from the last radio shows. So I stay here at the community. I come down at seven o'clock and I, we have a group of residents playing pinochle. I'm not even up at seven o'clock. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, and I, yeah. So, you know, there's a beautiful group of- uh, So so much yeah. for my yeah. intellectual wellness. <laughs> Well, and so at seven o'clock at night, I had two big tables and they were playing yeah. pinochle and, the other, and bridge um, and, and they're using their brains here. You know, they're doing all their, yeah. you know, I, I don't like bridge because it's, it's for me, it's too mentally strenuous, <laughs> um, but they have their but notes and they're taking the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're calculating who's winning. It's truly amazing. Yeah. Um, but again, that's exercising the brain. That's sure. staying active. The synopses are working. Mm-hmm. Um, they're critically thinking and. Um, again, it has been proven to slow down the process of memory loss uh, and Alzheimer's. And so. just the social stimulation Correct. of conversation is yeah. so valuable um, in, in understanding that. And if, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, I, I have so many families come to me and say, well, mom and dad are, are fine mm-hmm. or, or mom's fine. She lives by herself. Well, she doesn't get out much. She doesn't drive. She doesn't do. Uh, those are, to me, I get red flags on that because I know there's a lot of isolation and this society is changed. The world has changed. We don't necessarily have this, um, you know, this ability now to be able to just, uh, you know, um, have family around us all the time. People live in other parts of the country. So we don't have the regular relationships Mm -hmm. anymore. And to be in a community where there are types of activities, it really promotes a better quality of life. And I think part of that quality of life is so important is that mental intellectual development and and use of that brain 
development um, is key to, you just said the, some of the keywords that I feel are mm-hmm. instrumental and intellectual wellness. Um, it's, it's challenging, right? So yes. I do, uh, you know, I was just recently um, talking to a family that's looking to make a move. And, you know, he said, uh, I don't want to go to a prison. I feel like I would be going to a prison. And so as we were talking about, you know, his currently home, his current home situation, he's not driving, he's just going from one room to the next. I said, so help me understand, how do you feel that your home is not currently a prison? You're not getting out. You're not doing the things that you used to love to do. You're not around other people. So again, challenging critically mm-hmm. to think about his current situation. Um, you know, and I think the fear was if I go to a community, I'm not going to be able to do these mm-hmm. things. Oh, well, no, we you talked are, about right. that right. number one, right? Right. About that emotional wellness yeah. where you made it number one because right. it's that core root of how how I feel about things. Right. And sometimes, you know, the, we do a challenge mm-hmm. between how I feel and what I think all the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, yeah. you know, we, we, we buy on emotion sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. and emotionally, um, there's a trigger and then we justify it with logic later. And if you justify it with that logic later, making a move to a senior community mm-hmm. makes sense, mm-hmm. um, because the logic is there. Right. Um, so this, this gentleman followed his logic to say, no, I'm not, I'm living in a prison right now. This is, I'm not going to lose my freedoms. I'm not going to lose my sense of purpose. I'm not going to lose it. It's in fact going to be, I'm going to be able to attain that, get more of it. Um, And emotionally, we had to walk through the emotional part of making a move and making a major decision. Um, But again, when you justify what the logic doesn't make sense. Um, And I think that's what we do um, here on a daily basis to offer that part of wellness Mm -hmm. to our residents. Mm -hmm. Um, But also with our family members too. Um, you know, we, we have a lot of support groups that we offer for our families. And, uh, um, and I think that's great because intellectually, they, they have to justify certain yeah. decisions for themselves, too. Yeah. I um, walked in um, to your community a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and you were doing a talk. And I don't remember oh, what it was about. I think it was the history of Morningstar. That's correct. Yeah. And, um, you know, but it was good to learn about this organization that... Yeah. Uh, you know, that has acquired this community and, and to really understand, you know, the foundational parts. And I think for you to stand up and share that people were very engaged because you are part of that. Right. And you're part of, and you're building that history and it makes them feel part of it. Right. I also have a lot of mouth, (laughs) (laughs) but um, yeah, I had over, we had over 35 uh, residents down for that particular talk. And, um, you know, we were talking, we were talking about, Ken Yeager, who is our owner mm-hmm. of Morningstar and, um, you know, where he came from, you know, mm-hmm. he grew up on a farm and, um, you know, he grew up in poverty and, and he's just this incredible human being. Sure. Um, but, you know, he was raised with 11 other siblings. And so um, just to hear his legacy, his purpose, mm-hmm. um, being able to provide that intellectual insight to what truly makes Morningstar Morningstar was yes. incredible. Yes. You know, I love this. And Elena, I know that we've got one last foundational principle coming up. And what is that? We're going to talk so about we're going to talk about physical wellness. Physical, physical wellness. Ah. You know what, Suzanne? I want to get physical. Physical. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Physical is really, really important. And certainly, um, 
you know, I think that there's a lot of things we have to talk about oh, in, yeah. that, in that episode. And for those of you, again, that are listening to this um, podcast, yes, we're at Morningstar Senior Living in Silver Lake, uh, Everett, Washington. But you guys have how many communities across the country? So we currently have uh, 34, but we are growing. Yes, we um, are. Yeah, we're, we're actively building. And so... Um, we're pretty we just opened in Kirkland, Washington, just opened in Kirkland, and Washington. You're about to open in Hillsboro, Hillsboro Oregon. Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, we have two in San Jose that were that are under construction right wow. now. Lower Hearst is under construction. It's looking yes. to open this year and as then well. Houston? We have Houston, Texas as well. That's yeah. open. Um, we're opening several others in, in Colorado as well, where we, we got our beginnings and where we got our start. So I love actively that. growing and, and it's been great. And yeah. Well, and we're going to talk about getting physical right after this. We at Answers for Elders, thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.